0: This is The Dosha Life, a podcast for wellness seekers and happiness curators interested in tools, tips, and remedies coming from the wisdom of yoga and Ayurveda. I am Kelly Marie Mills from Yoga Ayurveda Living. Welcome to my happy place. This is Series 7. Episode 5, you are on Chakra 4, Anahata, as we get to the heart of the matter, or what is the matter with our heart? Both are very good takeaway inquiries for this chakra. Just a short note from me before we start, for now, this podcast is only out on Tuesdays, But for the first year, there were three episodes a week. There were Friday's relaxations, Monday's meditations, and Tuesdays were the episodic series, as I am continuing to run those. If at any stage over the weekend you might get time to rate and review this podcast, it really helps me with the effort it takes to making and sustaining these episodes. And what happens if you give it five stars, it boosts it to show up in health and fitness categories for like-minded people. But for now, if you are in a flurry, here are a few brief takeaways. This chakra is in the same area as our own beating heart. So here is a micro-retreat for all of you. Here right now. Come to your breath. Inhale and exhale. And do this a few more times. Just with that awareness. I'm breathing in, I'm breathing out. And now if you could allow yourself to intuit your heart, to find the emotional heart, to sit with the breath, the awareness of the breath, and the beating heart, the physical heart, And from this heart, the intuition of your heart, the knowing of your heart, without pre-thinking it or judging anything that arrives, sit with an open mind, sit with an open heart and breathe as the first answer to these inquiries is often clear and concise For today, what does your heart beat for? For today, what does your loving heart need? Among all the key components of this chakra, the most important is prana. And you all know by now, Ayurveda and yoga are all about the prana. Prana comes in, and like poof. Where does it go? It goes straight to your frontal lobe. That's exactly where. And from there, it dances like no one is watching through your whole body, giving us life, giving us inspiration, giving us enthusiasm and joy. So your first takeaway today, go get your prana in the nearest woods, beaches, hugs, smiles, laughter, respectful, loving relationships, and go and get it now. Don't delay. So already we're on takeaway three, because I gave you the first one, which is a simple inquiry. The second one is all about prana. And the third one is about the imbalance of the chakras showing up in gnarly ways. And I feel this heart chakra gets a real beating when it's out of sync. Depression can arrive, and it's not easy. It can be just a quick dive to visit something old, or it can be a longer dive, a longer immersion messing with our hormones and making us feel that we are in an abyss, or making us feel that we are the abyss. In opposition to that, it is the raging heart And we did a bit of rage on the third chakra. But this part of the heart, being so angry and upset, it can cause it to get stuck and even manifest a bit like a Stephen King novel. Grueling, it could be cruel and insensitive. The heart can be locked, blocked, and it can be cold. But inherently, Anahata Chakra is none of those. It is actually the body's manifestation that blocks the energy of this most compassionate heart, the heart of unconditional love. The takeaway remedies that are simple and short, Bhakti Yoga, the yoga of devotion and surrender to the unknown, which offers forgiveness and humility as a path to freedom, From our own inner demons. Like I said already, hugging others is a big healer. And of course, if you're raging or hiding in retreat, it's hard to want to hug someone. And definitely, if someone is in a rage, the last thing I would do is try to hug them. But I do remember when my children were small, and they would get into a rage, and you just hug them and snuggle your chin into their neck and you cuddle them, and then all the upset would melt. And communication would open And they would either laugh or they would start to try to explain and you could ask inquiry to them. You know, asking how do they feel? Could you explain it to me a little bit more? Rage is, it's actually pain seeking an exit. But when in balance, frustration and anger seek a safer exit like all the doshas when they get imbalanced, like from our digestion, and you find you have burps or a stomach problem, it will be looking for the first exit, perhaps through the stomach. The second exit would be getting gas or windies and going from exit two. And if you have a burning sensation, you're going to find exit three which is actually no exit at all. It's actually spreading into the body, just like fire does. The fire element rising higher and higher to get out somewhere. And it will try and burn through and find a fast exit. And I do wonder, perhaps fire doesn't always think things through very clearly. (laughs) The best remedy for chakra four is community and the ability to share and receive love and balance separation is the bane of this chakra aromatherapy is a very helpful practice for all the chakras so the most helpful for this heart chakra is rose i recommend to everyone atlantic aromatics it's an irish company and they do the most amazing rose oil that you will find anywhere it's perfectly blended and it uses almond oil so it's vata reducing as well And it's a perfect, unctuous love potion for your whole being. I also sell an aroma called Padma. It's in a 10ml bottle. And it's a blend for the dosha balance for the ease of stress, but also eases our loving heart. If you want to inquire about that, just send me an email. Other good aromatherapies are lavender and jasmine. They might feel like simple remedies for those on the speedy Gonzales route today. But hey, they all work. Besides, whoever gave us the idea that medicine has to be complicated and difficult? I say to that, Ayurveda never did. Ayurveda's main side effect is that it may not work as fast as you would like it to. So if you need to go to work, if you need to go and do something important, maybe it's time to exit. But right now we're going to meet Anahata. She's the love of our life. She is also the thorn in our side, the heartbroken one who seeks a healthy way to grieve without purging life itself. She's the love of Mother Earth. Unconditional, but not oppressive, or sticky, or attached, and not aloof either. She is the big stabilizer to excess movement. And when there's a lot of excess movement in our body, in our heart space, it can feel cold when we rush around. So it can be an emotional coldness if we are having a very difficult time in our life. Sometimes we might receive life as cold-heartedness. And we might begin to see we are far too busy to see this life is a sacred living mystery. But slowly but surely, as we begin to reconnect to this quote, concept, unquote, of the living sacred mystery, it brings us back into intention, into our open heart. And then we live with the mystery of love, of loving kindness, of compassion. And we find that the connection that we have always sought was always there. And when we find it difficult, I always think that it's a bit like that U2 song, The lyrics, I still haven't found what I'm looking for, but it was always there, right inside of me. And yet the essence of foundering and lost sensations develop all sorts of emotional responses. If you name a few emotions right now and think of the source that they come from, a lot of them relate back to this core thought, life is not how I want it to be. And all of this comes from a lack of stabilization, or rather, a consistent, dedicated stabilization of the first three chakras. Super important. Life is not how I want it to be right now, but most of this comes from the lack of stabilization, or the lack of consistent, dedicated stabilization of the first three chakras, And it's all down in the ancient books. It's all down in the science of Ayurveda and yoga. And that is why my biggest business charter is live your medicine, change your world. Chakra healing is medicine. It's just mind-blowing how amazing it is. And it can make us feel that it's all too easy. Because it is so accessible, it is so healthy, it gives you options, you go at your own pace. The only requirement is that the more consistent you are, The more you will see changes, but most of all, the more you will feel changes. And it also bounces it back to you. If you feel it's not working, then review it and bring more awareness to tweaking what you know is working or speak to an expert, get an objective view. And yeah, the balanced heart does objectivity pretty good because she or he will be like, that's not my circus, that's not my monkey's and kudos to Adele, my friend, the Reiki master. Indian head massage and physical therapy at Satu Studio Space. She works in an office next to mine, and she gave me that saying. And from then on, I've been seeing it everywhere. But you can find her on Instagram at that underscore healing underscore feeling. Anyway, the sort of nasty things that can arrive, of course, are all to do with the chest and the area around the heart. So just, you know, visualizing that part of your body right now and all the connections to it. There's lung problems, there's blood pressure problems, chest problems, things like arteriosclerosis, shallow breathing is a big one. And then, you know, it could be arm problems, hand problems. From the other side of that, mental health can take a dive, such as depression mistrust paranoia they're all the really strong factors but a lot of it can come from a sense of abandonment and or rejection so after all the work we did from first second and third chakra we've jumped through and with the fire of our direction of our dharma to come to the heart of our life and if we have not fully completed or are not fully sustaining balance and developmental work of chakra one two and three then it's hard to understand our right to be here chakra one it's hard to connect into our creative power which is a life-giving force of expression and that we can indeed lead and follow and still be our own source of balance and personal power which is chakra three And if we can't keep these stable and ebb and flow with them, you know, it's like meeting our heart chakra becomes a wibbly-wobbly wonder. And imagine if you have a difficult past, and most of us have something going on from our past. Without a doubt, the heart chakra can go on a roller coaster. And a bit like Ronan Keating's song, Na-na-na-na-na, hey, baby. We know we need to ride the waves of the beating heart and try not to duck and dive too much. But welcome its emotional responses with open arms of kindness, love, and a sense of groundedness. And and why do we need to to do that is because we allow then the grieving process, the emotions to arrive and the emotions to relax. So that every time high emotions come, high strong-minded thoughts come, we can meet them without falling down in fear, attachment, or a sense of loss. So that then when traumatic events do happen, we are more stabilized and we can see it with the wholeheartedness. Yet yet there are times in our life where we will find our heart is broken and we can allow the grieving and the trauma to open in us in a safe manner. The strong, strong emotions of the heart can often make us feel like we are diving into that abyss that I was talking about earlier. And although the abyss can come and go, sometimes it stays far too long and it can either create a sense of never feeling balanced again or it actually increases the anger and unbalance of frustration and deep abiding fear. What we're looking for here in the heart chakra is ways to express our emotions without destabilizing us too much. If you think about how the ribcage becomes the harbor for the heart, the lungs, they massage the heart in a way, and the ribcage protects the heart. So it's all postures, all yoga postures that open the heart can rebalance a deficiency of tamas, and can also balance the overactive or rajasic happenings. Like working with moodiness or feelings of being low, try a daily moon sequence, which are better for the heart because it is the compassionate and feminine sequence of a yoga practice. It enhances the rounded form of love within us all. Legs up the wall and shavasana are a go to for all forms of imbalance when we feel a big desire to make our heart's wishes come true right now. Pausing and listening to the heart is a great way to understand and come face to face with the urgency of what it is we are trying to bring to awakening in our life. So, in a, in a, what I'm trying to say is, You know, if you want something in your life to happen so badly that there's so much urgency, if it doesn't happen, we either just give up completely or we find that we get so angry because it's not happening the way we want want it to. So in coming to Legs Up the Wall or Shavasana, we're actually giving space to this urgency and we try and create an inquiry of an urgency so that we can understand the relationship to it and the core emotion to it, the core beginnings of it. And when we come to the core beginnings of it, it often is coming back to separation, coming back to, I am not feeling connected to the ebb and flow of my life, to the rhythm of my life. And this can, when we begin to see it, this can actually reconnect us back to the ebb and flow of life. What the chakras provide is a way to open into our vulnerabilities in a simple way. And I think I have always really liked that aspect of the chakras. Recognizing we are vulnerable is the first step towards letting love in completely. And paradoxically, it is already in us. We just need to open the door a bit more and accept it. That we are how we are today because of where and how we got here today. This chakra, like I said earlier, is all about prana, and prana is love. Love is the only emotion that enhances our nervous system. It is the only emotion that does not drain us, deplete us, or age us. If any of those things feel like they are happening in any relationship you have, then it's a good time to set inquiry into your life, beginning with you set an inquiry into the feelings of love and all that goes with it. Coming to foods that are great for the heart center is about is about the sweeter things in life, you know, because it's like the heart and love is sweet. So we're looking at basically finding fruit in our diet every day, green vegetables in our diet, sourcing nuts, Uh, in a moderate level, and avocados in a a moderate to occasional level. But in autumn and winter, what is best for a vata type really is stews. But I think for everyone, stews are best mainly because they're so easy to digest, because they're pre-cooked once we cook things together. The the melding and molding of the ingredients of the stew actually makes it easier for us to digest this type of food especially if you're putting nice spicy things in like Ayurvedic spices for stews. I have a vata spice, which I really love. Going into best action for the heart chakra is to allow karma to flow into us and flow out of us, remaining open to all the love in our life, all the abundance and all the gifts we share. Opening them into our daily sacred life. And then to find deep within the real meaning and depth of our life is not what we have, but who we are and how we love. So it's about connecting, connecting, and more connecting. So this is ahimsa, respecting our own journey, trying not to force things, trying not to close doors on things, but learning to say no and learning to ask for help. And when you open your hands to help, I can tell you that love is there. And someday I will tell you the story of how I got to Galway and you will be like, no way. And I'll be like, yes way. And it wasn't easy to move. But I met a friend that I never even really knew. And I know I knew her before. But somewhere along the line we met and we changed my life forever because of her. Siobhan Moylan, I thank you always. Lastly, this chakra is about unconditional love. It is about ahimsa. Ahimsa. It is the love that abides all time and distance. And here in this sense of anahata, repeat nine times and let the whole meaning sink in. Love is its own reward. Love is its own reward. Love is its own reward. reward. Love is its own 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 reward. Love is is its own reward. Love is its own reward. Thank you for joining me today. And to all the people that I love, this was supposed to go out on International Women's Day and it didn't. But to all the women I love, you know who you are. And really thank you for loving me back. I look forward to talking to you all in the next episode.